2: Time now for the second hour of the Jimmy Sangenberger Show here on News Talk 710-KNUS. Great to be with you. Really appreciate you being along for the ride. Always a pleasure and a privilege to be with you every Saturday morning. From 6 to 9 right here on News Talk 710 KNUS, my thanks again to Rabbi Jonathan Hausman for making time on Shabbat to come on the program to talk about what I think is such an important issue, and that is this rise in anti-Semitic Jew-hating bigotry that we are seeing on uh, all sides of the political spectrum from the supposed right-wing with Kanye West, Nick Fuentes, Milo Yiannopoulos, to the left wing when you talk about the likes of Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib. There's concerns about Hakeem Jeffries, I believe, the incoming leader of the Democrats in the U.S. House of Representatives. And those are some of the elected officials. And Ilhan Omar, the worst of those uh, uh, offenders in Congress. With her continuous repetition in the past, in recent times, during her tenure in office in Congress, spewing anti-Semitic tropes. And it needs to be called out. And, look, it's clear that Kanye West is going through mental health issues, that I mean, he he literally, on Alex Jones' web show program this week, and Alex Jones is a far-right guy who just got shellacked in court owing, I think, six figures for lying about the Sandy Hook school massacre and insisting that it wasn't real and so forth. And there was a defamation suit, and I believe he's been slapped with... um, not six figures, um with uh nine figures, that it was over a hundred million dollars in that lawsuit. But nevertheless, Kanye West goes on that and in part he's he brings out a net and he brings out a bottle of uh Yoo-hoo drink, and he has a squeaky voice. And he he pretends that he is Netan Yahoo and later calls him just Netan and brings up the net. It's horrible. And it's crazy. And, yeah, I'm sure there's mental health issues going on. But that does not excuse, A, that behavior. You're still ultimately responsible for your own actions. And what you say and what you do. And it doesn't excuse those that platform Kanye West and don't give him or his associates the kind of challenge that they need. That they deserve. And here is just one example of how off the wall Kanye went this week. That's right. You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized.
3: Well, I i see i I see good things about Hitler also the jew I love everyone and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love um, you know us and you can love what we 're doing to you with the contracts and you can love what we're you know what we 're pushing with the pornography, but this guy that Invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. That was. Extraordinary.
2: And. And I played a clip last hour, I'm not going to play it again, where in part, Kanye West denies the Holocaust. I mean, that's so brazen. And it must be called out. And you know what? This was something that Kanye said not too long ago about Adidas.
3: I could literally say anti-Semitic and they can't drop me. I could say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Now what?
2: Well, he was dropped, lost $1.5 billion estimated in wealth when that deal went through and fell through. And he no longer is a billionaire, according to Forbes. And then it just gets worse from there. But Rabbi Hausman made a very important point in the last hour about the hollowness of the hypocrisy from those in the media who are apt to rightly criticize Kanye and blast him for these comments, but they give Ilhan Omar a pass? Come on now. And then Ben Collins over on MSNBC mixes in Elon Musk with Kanye West. Listen to
4: this. We have to stop thinking that there is some great – uh, master plan here that started years Very ago true. and start thinking that there is such thing as elite radicalization, that the same sort of radicalization that targets teenagers and incels on the Internet is targeting Elon Musk and Kanye West. You know, Kanye West was on Infowars today talking about like ranting against pornography and ranting against his ex in the same breath, saying that Kim Kardashian basically started all of this. Uh, you know, Elon Musk, this whole thing started right shortly after his uh, divorce from Primes uh, and then a whole bunch of things happened from there. Uh, And, you know, in the radicalization community, they call this exogenous shock. They say that this is when a, you know, there is this external event that comes into people's lives that rattles them so much that they have to go back and reconsider everything. And they start blaming things instead of themselves. They start blaming, you know, ethnic groups. They start blaming communities that they're not comfortable with, change in society in general. And the idea that for some reason, if you're the richest man in the world or if you were a very good rapper once, you are somehow immune to this. I think that's kind of bananas. I think that we have to start looking at this as as these are people and they are getting radicalized in the same way that people who storm the Capitol are, you know, the same way that incels get uh, get radicalized uh, day after day on the Internet.
2: Lumping in Elon Musk as a radical. And lumping him in with Kanye West, by the way, if you're unfamiliar with this term incel, because I I only became introduced to the concept not long ago. Here's the the definition, according to Google Dictionary definition. A member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually, typically associated with views that are hostile toward women and men who are sexually active. Now, this comment from Ben Collins is something else, especially given what Elon Musk is doing over on Twitter. By the way, Kanye was brought back to Twitter, welcomed back by Elon last month, and then he was suspended, I think permanently suspended a couple of days ago, particularly after Kanye West tweeted out an image of the Star of David with a swastika inside it. Just absolutely stunning. What do you think? 303 1971 What do you make of the rise in anti-Semitism? To, to what extent does it matter to you about what Kanye West would say, particularly given his notoriety and where he is, the fact that he can legitimize this hatred toward Jews in all sorts of communities, given his eye profile? And also the fact that it's so, and, and and I think the rabbi in the last hour made a very important point about Donald Trump hosting Kanye West, Nick Fuentes, and Milo Yiannopoulos, that Trump has been such a great friend, the Trump family to Jews. You can look at everything that Trump did regarding Israel and what his family has done and Trump himself vis-a-vis opening up to the Jewish community. He has family, including Ivanka Trump, who are Jewish because she converted after or, or after or before she married Jared Kushner. They're raising their kids Jewish, and not just Jewish, but as Orthodox Jews. So it's mind-boggling why Trump would have this dinner or why his staff would let that happen, especially given— that record for trump but here's the thing and this is what i will always do i don't care whether it is on the left or on the right on this program we will call out anti-semitism we will oppose it and we will blast it because we need to do that it is unacceptable 303-696-1971 303 1971 is our telephone number. Let's go to Bob in Lakewood. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Morning, Jimmy. Good morning. What's on your mind?
5: Uh, all right. About that medallion that he showed, the, the star David within the swastika. Yes, sir. That was put out by, by Hitler himself in 1936 when he put people into Palestine. I have the medal myself, picture of it.
0: Mm, okay. It
5: star David and has the Nazi symbol at the top. And remember one thing. The swastika was used in America from the eighteen hundreds to nineteen hundreds as good luck symbol. Mm-hmm. It was on cigarette packs, it was on it was on everything.
2: It's been used the by 90s. the Hindu faith. Yes. But but here's the yeah, thing, right. Bob. It's old. In in the context though, of Kanye's usage, you know exactly what he was going for. That's using I don't that agree symbol. with him. I yeah. don't agree with him.
5: Yeah. Okay, I don't agree with him. I'm not anti
2: Semite.
5: Mm-hmm. To me I'm, the word is meaningless, really. it's so not semite. I'm not going to get into that, but uh, you know, history has been a little construed over the years. Yeah, well, they to fit the history to fit the narrative, okay? Yeah, and you also know that the bankers in this country supported Hitler. Well, so when I, Hitler turned on him, they supported uh, Stalin instead.
2: So, Bob, there certainly is a mixed history of people in all sorts of different economic backgrounds and so forth on on what they have done as far as any of the politics and so forth. But it is. Um, To have legitimization by uh, Kanye West of of this kind of language and rhetoric to be uh, taking the—whether you're talking about um, in the financial industry, you're talking about in the music business, you're talking about anywhere—to make it rooted on the discussion of anything, rooted on Jews, is utterly wrong and reprehensible. And yes, of course— there is a a historical long-standing history to that um the, the the symbol of that swastika that goes beyond when the Nazis co-opted it. But you know exactly what Kanye West was getting at and using that symbol. 303-696-1971. Let's go to Eric in Denver. Good morning, Eric. Uh
6: good morning, Jimmy. I I think over the years with the rise of social media—it's always been said about Jews. It's always been said in private. Now, when you have what you might say, uh, the likes of you know Kanye West and you that and those on what you might say on the right, those those like President Trump and others will just will 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 just say will just kind of think, well in other words they need them. I don't know for what reason, but. They need them, and it's kind of, and it's to make them, and they make them look, what you might say, normal, in the eyes of what you might. Say.
2: Well, that is that is the concern about. Look, I mean, I am not for cancel culture, but there are particular views that are so out of step with reality. I mean, Kanye West even denying the Holocaust, denying the slaughter of so many millions of Jews. Uh, I mean it is it is astounding to hear that and that should not be platformed, accepted, welcomed um, in any way, shape, or form um and, and and there is this idea that normalization results from when you platform and allow these views and certain individuals to perpetuate these views, especially if unchallenged.
6: And they always say, when they always say this, I always just say two words. Prove it. Prove it that the Holocaust was wrong. Was,
2: yeah. was, was, was yeah. a Which you cannot do, because literally and historically and scientifically and on every measure, it happened. So, yeah, I mean, you could say prove it, but there's no point in... I, frankly, I wouldn't ask that question, because... It, then, then you get into some absolute—I don't even know what the hell they would—they would go in, in in that direction because it's just a, a literally unprovable thing because it, it simply isn't reality. Um, and, and I think your point, though, about the the normalization is is a is a valid one, and it's one that everybody needs to be cognizant of because sometimes I think there is a tendency, Eric, for people who who want to curry favor with a particular group. And that group of people in your audience, for example, includes a variety of people who may, within them, be people who have uh, hatred towards a particular group. And so you might not want to challenge, say, a Kanye West because you know that part of your audience hates Jews and is anti-Semitic and believes various tropes and conspiracy theories. And then you have a, a willingness not to push back, and then that's where the problem really comes about
6: well i will use, use and what you might say back when you said that when Hitler began to start it out, you know his audience, and like they were like what you might i say i always say that they were like very, very frustrated because of what you might say because of World War One, mm-hmm. Germany lost World War One, and right. they seemed like what you might say, looking at us, at us, at a scapegoat. Yes, a perfectly good scapegoat. That's was, right. Was the Jew, or or the or the what you might say the communist, or whoever was in what you might say power at the time? Mm-hmm. And then you see, then it would be like what you might say, then they just what you might say. You use what you might say, that, or they use what you might say, black people mm-hmm. as, as another one. Or right now they'll use what you might say, uh, aliens coming across the border, some legally and some illegally. And that and that becomes what you might say drives up the fear factor mm-hmm. in, most, in, in the populace.
2: Mm. Yeah, there, there, there is a historical trend where that has happened uh, time and time again. So I think you're hitting on something important. There's that otherism, uh, that idea that we want to otherize a particular group of people so that they can take the blame for something that is going on in the case you were pointing out from World War I the the treaty that ended world war 1 made germany destitute economically and then you had i mean we think about inflation <laughs> not nothing compared to the weimar republic and what happened then and then hitler took advantage of that and and manipulated the people of germany into allowing his rise to power bringing about world war 2 because of the scapegoating that he did so effectively. Eric, excellent call. I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
4: Oh, you're welcome.
2: Thank you. 303-696-1971 is our telephone number. We're going to take a quick break. We'll get back to more of the phones. We'll also talk about Elon Musk, who Ben Collins lumped in with Kanye. Call called radical. And he's now revealed the Twitter files via journalist Matt Taibbi. We now are getting the inside story on the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story in 2020, where there's clear collusion between Twitter and the Biden campaign at the time. We'll get into that as well here. Up next on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show, 303-696-1971. Don't go anywhere. News Talk 710 KNUS. I hope you're not spending Christmas. No. I totally hope you're spending Christmas with the blues, folks. Right here on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show with our bluesified Christmas bumpers. And you can now listen to them yourself at jimmysangenberger.com or just log on to jimmysangenberger.com slash bluesifiedchristmas. For those of you who have been wondering, what are your bumpers, Jimmy? We're getting that going. First with the Christmas bumpers, and then by the new year, we should have a page for general bumpers as well. Looking forward to sharing that with you. I'm Jimmy Sangenberger, News Talk 710-KNUS is where you are at on your radio dial, or maybe you're listening online. By the way, that was... Greg Allman and Floyd Miles singing Spending Christmas with the Blues. Text coming in on the subject of Kanye West. I think possibly Kanye is going through some mental health issues. I certainly agree with that. Doesn't excuse any sort of behavior, but he clearly needs help. But he supposedly, writes the texter, he's supposedly supposed to be a Christian. I think he missed the boat totally on this one and others who attacked the Jewish people. Our Lord gave us specific instructions. Number one, love him with all our heart, mind, and soul and love your neighbor as yourself. I think our human nature can find good reason to hate, but we need to turn that nature around and find good reason to love. I think that is well put. But the way in which... And the way in which Kanye is going about expressing supposed, like, love for Nazis and love for Hitler runs counter to that. And it is stunning to hear the language being used. Here's an example. We played this in the last hour, and we'll get to the phones. Kanye West, Nick Fuentes, and
3: Alex Jones. Here's a little bit of a montage from this week. And
2: and the Nazis, in my view, were thugs that shook people down to a
0: lot
3: of really bad things. But they did good things, too. We're going to stop dissing the Nazis all the time. Okay.
4: I don't think Ye and or I are saying that any group is particularly
2: bad or the Jews as a group are bad. But there are Jewish practices that are based on Jewish law. And there is clearly some kind of a Jewish mafia. Let me just say this in closing. Mm
0: -hmm. I've done a lot of study. I think Hitler was a really bad guy. And I repudiate what Hitler did. I understand that the British
3: intelligence set him up and used him. I I like Hitler.
0: I, I don't like Hitler.
3: And I know you're trying to be shocking with that. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. I do not. I the the Holocaust is not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that. And Hitler has a lot of redeeming qualities. So tell us, we you, love, think, we you think you think Hitler was the good guy in World War II? No, he seems like a cool guy. You know, it's like he uh, <laughs> he you know, it's like he had a really cool outfit and stuff, and he was a really good architect. And uh and so you're in love with the with the with the with the with the archi- the, the, the look of it, and he didn't kill six million Jews. That's just like factually incorrect
2: uh, just astounding, astonishing, vile. And there really wasn't pushback from Alex Jones. just wasn't now, of course, a couple weeks ago, President Trump hosts Kanye, F- Nick Fuentes. And Milo Yiannopoulos at Mar-a-Lago. And I'll go back to what Rabbi Jonathan Houseman said in the last hour. Number one, that's out of character for Trump, who was so strongly pro-Israel, who has a lifelong record, as well as his father, which I, I learned some things about Fred Trump I didn't know, in terms of opening up and being welcoming to and embracing the Jews, and Jewish patrons and so forth. And you look at Jared Kushner, Ivanka Trump, their kids are all Orthodox Jews. So that's out of character. What was Trump doing? Certainly he should have been stronger after that meeting in saying, I condemn this and I never should have hosted them, so on and so forth. But he's not being served by people as well who are advisors. Because there is no way that a former president of the United States should have anybody of that ilk with him in a dinner like that. Including, I mean, Kanye West, it's no surprise, remember
3: this happened? I could literally say anti-Semitic and they can't drop me. I could say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Now what?
2: And that was after tweeting, and I think that was a couple months ago, tweeting out just horrible things like going CON 3 on Jews. There's no way that Kanye West should have been anywhere close to Donald Trump. 303-696-1971, our telephone number. Let's go to Joe in Arvada. Good morning, Joe. Merry Christmas.
1: Um, Hi, Jimmy. I love that you set set up this perfectly for what I want to say, and— and that is simply this uh Donald Trump has obviously had a relationship with Kanye West prior to having dinner with him and and if you go back in time you will remember there were multiple interviews with Donald Trump and Kanye West trying to pretend like this is something oh, oh all new now i will say uh Nick Fuentes being dragged along into the into the situation, and then uh, also at the same table, Milo uh, Ianopoulos, or however you say it, right. uh, being being there—that's that's new, a new setting—and is the timing of it, of course, suspect, of course. But here's the thing: this is. Just the fact that he just – he had dinner with them, and yes, of course, he got in through the Trump screening, and, and should the right people have said, no, it's not a good time to, to meet with these people? Probably. But that's not what the real issue is. What The real issue right now is that somehow a dinner with somebody is being conflated into the world's worst Joe, sin.
2: Joe, Joe, I it's would – ridiculous. I, look, look, I – I appreciate what you're saying, but here's the thing. When you are a former president of the United States and you are dining with – in Nick Fuentes' case, he is – I don't use the phrase white supremacist. He is a white supremacist, and he is uh, Nick Fuentes, and he is is, is absolutely anti-Semitic. Yeah. Well, but here's Donald the thing. He right. Didn't know that. Right. But here's the thing. The former president of the United States needs to make sure and, you know, whoever let him in, if he didn't know, get through the screening and really didn't know who Nick Fuentes was, then that person needs to have been gone. And I hope they fired that okay, person. Okay. Well,
1: then they, 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 let, let's just put it down as a mistake. I, I agree with you there. But see, there, see, this is the reason this is blowing up right now is not because. uh uh, Connie West and Nick Fuentes just had dinner with Donald Trump. The reason it's blowing up right now is the Democrats are trying to lay down cover for the fact that we now know that government is interacting with Twitter and Facebook to control the narrative of elections. Mm -hmm. And you said it was the Biden uh, campaign that was interacting with Twitter. I I heard you say that. Uh, Yeah, but you're missing something. The government, these bureaucrats inside these organizations are pegged now interacting with media organizations and Twitter and Facebook. Yep. And that is why they're trying to blow this thing up with Nick Fuentes, because they don't want to admit that the government is Twitter. The government is I think it's –
2: Joe, let me jump in. I, I think it's both. I think that's a big reason. I mean, even the Ben Collins clip that I played before from MSNBC where he's lumping Kanye West and Elon Musk gets to your point as far as the left wing media. I think there's a broader discussion of this because of who Kanye is and because of the platforming of him and so forth. But you're also absolutely right. And this is why you see almost no reporting in the left wing mainstream media on the Elon Musk Twitter files story is they don't. Want to highlight it? They want to cover other things and ignore it, and act like Elon Musk is just a crackpot, and that's it. Joe, I got to run, but good call. I do, I do appreciate, and I appreciate your thoughts and perspective here on the program. 303-696-1971 is our telephone number. Before we run to our break, let's go to Johnny in Denver. Good morning, Johnny. You're on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show.
0: Okay, I understand that no president that has ever Hung out with the uh,
2: racist KKK,
0: or or anti Semites should ever be elected president. But Biden uh, mentor was this guy named Burt, who was uh, in, Robert KKK uh, Burt,
2: as uh, uh, as yes. uh, Sean Hannity would always say.
0: Okay, so should he have never been elected as president? Obama went to the funeral.
2: Clinton went to the funeral. But nothing was ever seen? Well, uh, let's talk about Obama. Uh, so so Obama was also in oh, Reverend, oh, 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 Reverend yeah. oh. Wright's church, and Reverend the list Wright. goes on. So, no, here's what you're getting yeah. at, Johnny. That is a very important point. And uh-huh. we talked about this a little bit. I don't know if you heard the first hour with Rabbi Jonathan Hausman. If not, when the po- I encourage you to no. check out the podcast. But uh, he made the point that the there's rampant hypocrisy on the left where they are, in this case, like contemporaneously, Ilhan Omar, they don't bat an eye about yeah. her. They let her get away with this. Uh, what, what she says in terms of anti-Semitic tropes, Rashida Tlaib, the list goes on of, of people on the left. So you're getting at something very important. This is There is rampant hypocrisy. And yes, Trump would certainly not be the first current or former president to sit down with people who are anti-Semitic or from other kinds of hate groups or orientations.
4: But that doesn't and, and excuse we're, we're also, things
2: that go on, of course.
0: Of course not. But it, uh, also we're um, coexisting with, with enemies trying to get their oil who say death to America. So there's a, a lot of people that will you know, not only you know say death to Jews and whatever, they're saying death to America. And America just seems just... Well, at least the politicians, they just seem to just keep jumping in bed with these people. And and Donald Trump jumping in uh, as a friendship with this guy. I think he said he was kind to of mentor this guy. But maybe this is should be left to professionals to, ment- to uh, help Kanye West and maybe just kind of be a shock jock like Howard Stern.
2: Yeah, this was. is this is beyond shock jock. You would never, uh, you know, uh-huh. you, you know, not not see that kind of. Uh, uh, that t- kind of content explicitly. I don't think with, with, uh, Howard Stern denying the Holocaust and so forth. But Johnny, even, uh-huh. even so, your point about other former presidents uh-huh. and the hypocrisy is well taken. I appreciate the call, 303 696 1971. We'll pick up the conversation on the other side, the Jimmy Sangenberger Show, News Talk, 710 KNUS. Oh, yeah. From his album, Happy Xmas, it's Eric Clapton doing the Freddie King Christmas blues tune, Christmas Tears, in a live version. It's all part of Jimmy's Bluesified Christmas Bumpers. Log on now to jimmysangenberger.com. You'll find right in the home page the links to the music page. And you'll also be able to get there right away at jimmysangenberger.com slash bluesified Christmas. Welcome back to the program. It is indeed the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. Best Christmas bumper music you will find anywhere. Good to be with you. News Talk 710 KNUS. We are talking about Trump. Trump. Kanye, Fuentes, Alex Jones, Milo Yiannopoulos, and, of course, Ilhan Omar and others, it is anti-Semitism. We are calling it out. We are not allowing it. And, you know, it's very disappointing from what Trump did with that dinner. And if it was the folks around him who deserved him or he just trusted Kanye, whatever, That is an association judgment call he should not have made or his people should not have made. And he still, in my view, should not have dined with Kanye West at all. It is just not fitting as well with Trump's history in terms of supporting Israel, supporting Jews personally and professionally, and his family life as well. We're going to wrap up this topic of conversation, though, this hour with Tim in Aurora. Maybe we'll be able to squeeze in one more call. But, Tim, good morning. You're on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show.
7: Good morning, Jimmy. How you yeah, doing? I've been a Trump – oh, I'm doing well, thank you. I've been a Trump guy from the uh, time that he and Melania came down the escalator and announced his candidacy. And uh, he, I believe he was the best president of my lifetime in terms of policy – he fended off the Democrats with the uh, Russia hoax, the phony uh, impeachment trials. But he Trump is his own worst enemy mm-hmm. in, in many ways. And this latest deal with the, the dinner with West and Fuentes and uh, Yiannopoulos, who's another nutburger, has sunk him. Mm-hmm. His chances for 24 are gone now.
2: You know, I, I think if we put this in a pure political lens, you're absolutely right. I mean, it it is the case that um, if he were to get the, the nomination, there's just no way. I mean, they, there's just so much. This is more proof of so much that keeps happening. With Trump, I mean, it would have been much better for himself and his brand and everything, just looking at it because he always looks at it through the lens of himself. and what. That's not to say he didn't look at his presidency and the many good things that he did, including, by the way, the Abraham Accords, which I'll say it again. He should have gotten a Nobel Peace Prize for, but that's not to say that he wasn't looking out for America's interests. I do believe he did, but he's always looking out for Trump's interests. Well... Trump should not have announced another run for president for his own best interest, and yet, Tim, he did.
7: Yeah, no. See, I think the I think he could have made it in a, a run, another run for president up until this. There's just this is a straw that broke the camel's back. Fair he enough. he is an unlikable character in in terms of personality, and that hurt him with a lot of the electorate. I'm one of those people that does believe that the. Uh, 2020 election results are very questionable i don't have the proof to to say that it was fixed but uh, election fraud have been a mainstay of the democratic party for a long long time so uh, you know i do believe that there are serious questions about that but it, you know trump just finds a way to to step into a hole
2: mm.
7: and he he stepped into a huge one here and like you said through a purely political lens He sunk his chances Mm -hmm. this time around.
2: Sure. Tim, hey, I appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. And to be clear, while I do think there were some questionable things done in certain states as far as how they handled mail balloting in 2020, uh, I will continuously dispute uh, any notion that an election was stolen, that it was um, uh, manipulated in a way that, A, would have changed votes, and B, was widespread criminal, etc., that there, there is no evidence for that. And in fact, Republicans are unwise if not to do what some states. There was a story in Politico about how Republicans in Pennsylvania are now starting to back off the we-need-to-change-the-law train, which looks improbable to accomplish, and are saying we need to now start to play the game right in terms of early voting and getting our voters out, so on and so forth. Because what happened in Pennsylvania with Trump picked Dr. Oz... Ain't a good thing for the Republicans because he got defeated by several percentage points over John Fetterman of all people. I mean, my goodness. All right, we're going to take a break on the other side. We need to get into the Twitter files and Elon Musk. I shall dive in on the other side as we continue on the Jimmy Sangenberger show uh, News Talk Seven Ten KNUS. Also coming up in the next hour, we will be joined by Professor Ilya Soman, law professor at George Mason University, who will help us break down what's happening vis-a-vis the U.S. Supreme Court and this Obama or this uh, Biden student loan forgiveness scheme. Lots well, coming up in the next hour. Third and final one coming up. Jimmy Sangenberger's show. Don't go anywhere.